Thank you, I appreciate you. Do I say that enough and do I mean it? These were just a couple questions I was left with after talking to my guest today, the author of The Currency of Gratitude, Michelle Bailey. Hi everyone, I'm Marisha Tarski, the CEO and founder of Ignition Creativity and the host of this podcast. We're on a mission to unleash creativity in all areas of work. Thanks for joining me here today. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Igniting Creativity. I'm excited to be talking to Michelle Bailey, who's the author of The Currency of Gratitude, Turning Small Gestures into Powerful Business Results. Michelle is also the founder of The Blazing Group, an advertising agency that's celebrating 30 years next year. Blazing is also turning branding inside out with My Big Idea, an employee mentoring and wellness program designed to propel individuals forward in their quest for personal and professional success. Michelle, welcome and thank you for joining me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. We have a lot to talk about. However, as I barely scratched the surface of your experience and your wisdom in my introduction, so maybe we can start by looking back and the meaningful moments that led you to author a book and your continued business successes you had into 30 years. Okay, that's a two-pronged question, Marisha. So let's start with um, the Blazing Group in 30 years, which will okay. be next year. I actually started my company Blazing because I wanted to work in a culture that I was not able to find in my previous two jobs. I didn't wake up excited to go to work. I didn't wake up excited to to be in my day job. It was just another thing that I had to cross off my list with lots of stress, no passion and juggling many balls. So that's what led me to start blazing uh, and uh, to stand the test of time and be the kind of culture I wanted to work in. And we have, we have employees celebrating 25 years, my creative director, 20 years, you know, my creative services manager, 17 years, my HR and CFO, like it goes on and on. So in an industry that's known for churn and burn, mm-hmm. we've been able to test it by keeping people engaged and uh, retra- uh, retaining people, engaging people and appreciating people. And that's the key. It's appreciating people in a meaningful and impactful way. Well, first of all, congratulations to that, because I'm you know, 20 years in business myself and work with a lot of entrepreneurs and large corporates. And for a you know SME, small, mid-sized enterprise like yourself to have that kind of a legacy with your people, it's commendable. Thank you. Yeah. So you've got blazing and it's and you've got the legacy. And then you talked about, you know, the, the seedlings to which or to the why you started blazing. I'm sure some of our listeners can relate to that terms of wow where I'm where I've been working or where I'm working hmm culture doesn't quite fit what I want so let's talk a little bit about that and the dots to my big idea and the work you're doing in that arena well my big idea came up because companies were coming to me so not only corporations and our clients I had a lot of peers in different association groups that I belong to come and say to me Michelle why are your people staying Mm. and I said because sticky people stay so they said to me, how do you make them sticky? Yeah, said, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so sticky yeah. people stay and they stay when you actually show genuine appreciation and gratitude for the contributions they not make not only to your business life, but to your personal life. Yes. So when I, I, people start to say to me, okay, so what does that look like? 
And that's when I actually um, formulated and created the content for my big idea. So I show people that if you care about your employees and help them goal set in their personal life, their professional life will follow suit. So with my big idea, we focus on reflection to start. Where are you and where do you want to go? Then we talk about personal goals and personal goal setting, professional goals, health and wellness goals, finance and wealth goals, refueling goals, relationship goals, and building your, your support network to support you to be the best version of yourself. And then we end with gratitude goals because none of us are here today without help along the way. And you need to take the time and thank those people who have helped you to be the individual you are today. And because of my big idea and how I view gratitude is why Forbes approached me and said, you've got a different take on gratitude than most people. Can you tell, show, teach leaders how to do this? And they said, we need you to do this in 50,000 words. Right. Marcia, I told them I could do it in under 30,000. I didn't need 50,000. And I use examples on how to do this and show people. Mm. So my whole thing about gratitude is, well, I think a gratitude journal is fabulous. And while I think writing down three things you're grateful for every day is great, I'm on a quest to show people how if you push gratitude outside of yourself, it has a compounding effect that will allow you to build deep and wonderful and awesome relationships in your life as it's done for me. Yeah. So Michelle, it's, you know, when you talk about gratitude, probably Oprah was one who popularized the concept of gratitude in the way you've described it, uh, you know, journals, taking time out to be grateful, to acknowledge it, to maybe be with it. And, and so when you're saying about pushing it out, that's the that's one of the differentiators that you're bringing that Forbes addressed you about this. So give me and perhaps share a from to story of, of for yourself personally or what you've seen in your own company or with a client of where that's been enacted and how that's how that's created impact. Please. OK, actually, um, I'll, I'll give a great example of uh, one of my relationship managers at the bank. Great. Um, it was a, a personal uh, no, this one was a commercial banker because I, I I thank people all the time. My commercial banker, I had sent, she'd done some great things for me and she was moving on to a new promotion. I wrote her a great gratitude note uh, showing, actually specific, specifying where she had helped me and how she impacted both me personally and professional and helped my business grow. She moved on to another uh, another province. About three years ago, three years later, I got a call from her best friend out West. And this woman called me up and she said, we're looking for an agency of record. And you've been highly recommended by my my dear friend who was your banker three years ago. And I was like, wow. And anyways, make a long story short, we won the account. It was a significant AOR for a year long engagement. And I believe the only reason that that client was sent to me was because of the gratitude cards I had written to the banker during my journey of working with her. Got it. Well, here's what I, I'm going to make the connection to igniting creativity, because I imagine when you are acknowledging someone, you're highlighting the, the specialness, the creative acts that they provided for you that was unique and meaningful. And you're 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 having it be seen. 
Wow, you're very insightful. That's exactly what I do. Mm. I actually try to answer the following questions. One word that describes you, mm-hmm. and that's creativity at its full force. Yeah. You came into my life. Mm-hmm. You bring me joy by. Right. You inspire me because I hope to add to our journey together. And I want to thank you for. Mm. I'm very clear and a very creative outlet, handwritten most of the time. This is what I say to people. And I have to tell you that I see my cards everywhere in my clients' offices, in their Zoom calls behind them. I see my cards. I spend a lot of money buying beautiful cards because if I'm going to give you a message of gratitude, I want to make sure it resonates for you. So I buy papyrus. I probably keep them in busy. I buy their business. I buy their cards and I handwrite notes. And I actually have one client whose wife told me that the gratitude card I gave him, he put in a shadow box and it stands in his office. And he tells people I made a difference in her life. She told me so. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Making a difference, having impact. Yeah. Right. And I, and people go around who are committed to that might think it's their job, but when you call it out to them, they say it's their purpose. Probably like it, they really gets to something deep in the heart uh, in terms of, of, and perhaps they didn't even know that they were as good as they were at what they did. You know what? Most people, in my experience, don't know until you tell them. Uh-huh. And when you clearly articulate and finish the sentences that I talked about, they know what yeah. they've done for you. Yes. With this particular gentleman who, who put my card in a shadow box, he was pretty hard on me. He was a construction man, oh. owned several property properties and was managing them. And he was tough on me. And I told him that his toughness allowed me to rise up and learn a different skill set that I previously previously did not have. And, uh, you know, this man continues to be a mentor to me today. Right. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, and it's interesting because I've certainly found through my work what people do really well. There's sort of creative expression that doesn't have to look like something artistic. I'm not talking about artistic creativity here. They do it so easily and freely. They just think everybody can do it, too. And and once you call it out and they're like, really? Wow. And that it's special. It's something that it's like one of their gifts or their unique abilities. It's interesting to also see um, that, how that touches them and, um, and, and encourages them to keep doing it, which is a beautiful thing these days, because I think people are, their, their uh, gas tanks are a little bit empty in terms of appreciation and acknowledgement. What, what are you finding in that space right now? You know what, Mersha, I'm I'm seeing that people are just like you said, the gas tanks are empty. Mm-hmm. The electrical vehicles are not charged and everyone seems to be running on a low yeah. or very little fuel and they don't have enough time to refuel. Because as you and I both know, being creative people that we are, mm-hmm. when we have a full tank of gas, we are able to give the energy to others. Yes. And when we don't have a full tank of gas, it's really hard enough to find energy for ourselves. So I am seeing across the board a lack of appreciation that a lot of people are feeling. And um, they're all caught up in the busyness of of what the world looks like today. Yeah, yeah. And they're not present to those moments. No. 
Right. Which are, you know, to what you said earlier, our gas tanks need to be full or fuller to be able to then be creative ongoingly because it does take energy. However, it's also that it needs to be received. Right. And if other people are so tired or burnt out that they're just focused on getting it done, they won't be able to recognize and see it and the possibilities of that being that creativity being brought, especially in the context of our workplace, because there's, you know, a lot of focus on just getting, you know, getting SHIT done. (laughs) Right. You know, that's exactly it. It's, it's checking off the box to move on to, you know, I think the average person, what do they get? 150, 200 emails a day. Just deal with that one. Next, next. It's unbelievable. Yeah, completely. Well, then let's now take this to your book and and spend more time on your book. So the currency of gratitude, it sounds, were you thinking about writing a book or was it that Forbes came to you and said, hey, Michelle? Uh, Forbes came to me. I I really, uh, I didn't have the capacity to to take on one more thing. Listen to us. We're talking about refueling. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't have the capacity to do it. uh, Yet when they asked me, you know, I actually sat down with my managing partner in my head of HR, and uh, they convinced me that business leaders needed to hear a different message. Mm-hmm. And they needed me to not just tell them how to do it, show them how to do it, give examples. Through the book, there's examples, there's case studies, not only from my own interactions with gratitude, but those of my clients and other people, how gratitude has impacted their work life and their personal life. So together, the three of us actually made a plan and started working on this through uh, the pandemic. Right. And I just put it on kind of speed dial because we feel that the world needed to hear the message of gratitude with all that we were going through. In fact, um, we were ready to be published. And uh, then I stopped and said, wait a minute, there's moments of gratitude during crisis, we were seeing gratitude all around us. You know, you think back to, uh, you know, 2020 and 2021. So I put one last um, uh, case study in there about gratitude in times of crisis, because people did show up in many, many ways. And we all know of experiences or examples that showed us gratitude in crisis. So it was a, it was a labor of love. And, um, if you look at the book, and I know you have it in front of you, you can see that there's all kinds of spaces, ideas, and suggestions on how you can thank people in different ways. In yeah. fact, there's a story in there where uh, Campbell's Soup, Doug Conant, actually changed the culture of Campbell's Soup in the early 2000s by appreciating his employees every employee and writing 20 gratitude notes a day in his tenure as CEO, he wrote 30,000 notes, but he changed the culture of that organization by being present, by being empathetic, by being real, by being transparent and showing his appreciation. Yeah. And one would conclude that if you're appreciating someone, you trust them, right? There's just sort of an, like a, a like a, an underlying if i if i'm appreciating you i have gratitude for you there is or articulating what you do really well michelle and that i appreciate that keep doing it or just thank you for that saying it out loud has me realize something that you're doing and at the same time builds a level of probably deep trust without saying i trust you more 
I've got to think there's a trust relationship there. And I don't know if you thought about that. You know what? I didn't, th- I hadn't thought about that actually. Um, but that is a good actually segue into what I do see. It's mm. trust. It's um, after you've appreciated someone. So for me, I'd like to write uh, the, uh, I'd like to read the answers I've written directly to the person face to face. If I can, I see transformation yeah, yeah. on their face. It's like, and the body language changes. There's no more up to the shoulders. It's down. And, and then smiles. And the eyes are smiling, not just the mouth. And what I see is, you really see me. Yes. You yes. really hear me. Yes. I matter to you. Yes. Yeah. These are the things that I have. I see. So, yes, trust is it. Yeah. It's yeah. trust. Yeah, it's trust. It's key. So maybe this answers one of the questions. This is a component of the answer of the next question I'm going to ask you. (laughs) Did you follow that? Um, (laughs) How specifically do you think a leader can recognize they need to, you know, bring more gratitude into their teams, into their workplace? Well, I will tell you that gratitude starts at the top. Mm -hmm. If you want to build a culture of gratitude and appreciation, you need to start with yourself. Even though you may not feel that you are being appreciated by your boss, start the gratitude practice and push it outward because it bubbles to the top. Right. But I would also tell you, if you're going to start a gratitude practice, you have to be consistent. Ah, yes. It's not just a one, you know, one day wonder next. I actually have a, a planner. It actually happens to be a My Big Idea Planner, where every week I have I have to list who I'm thankful for and how I'm going to show my gratitude. So my goal, for instance, every month is to write three to five gratitude notes a week. So that boils up to 12 or 20. And every month I achieve that because that's part of my goals. And, And not only sometimes writing gratitude thoughts, it's about reflection, who do I know that needs extra attention or energy from me this week? Who seems down? Who seems like they're struggling from an emotional or mental perspective? Gratitude doesn't have to be about writing notes. Yes. Gratitude is also about making time and letting people be. <clears throat> the effort of knowing that you're putting yourself out to hear of someone's trials, tribulations, or if they're having a bad day. It's about time, effort, notes. It shows up in so many different ways. Sometimes it's just sending a gift card and saying, have a Timmy's on me, whatever it is. You know, Michelle, it's so important what you're saying, because with social media, what tends (laughs) to happen is that people are critics on social media. And and that's a gentle word if they're just being a critic, but then it moves into bullying and um, some, you know, other cases, right? We see where... People are not. Could you imagine if tomorrow all that was on social media was gratitude conversations? <laughs> People acknowledging each other, like on Twitter. And, um, you know, it, let's just take Twitter, probably one of the social media, but Instagram, like instead of people slamming people, that they were just acknowledging and appreciating them and and, and providing gratitude to, to what they were doing. You know what, Marcia? I've been trying forever to figure out a way to start a gratitude movement on social media that will gain traction because once you pay it forward, it just, it's a snowballing effect. Yeah. Yeah. 
Interesting. It's interesting the human soul, what, what we need. You know what? All of us want to be appreciated or acknowledged in some way. I, I would be hard pressed for people to challenge me on that yeah. because we all need, um, especially as you bring back social media and all that's going on there. Most people, you get lost in social media. You can't compare to your friends in social media. For social media is just a lot of um, look at me, look at me, look at me. Where what I'm trying to say with gratitude is look outside of you because it's not about you. It's about looking outside of you. But in my gratitude practice, when I started this, what I didn't realize is gratitude would come back to me threefold. Right. Yeah. Say say more about that. I that's it's interesting the way, again, sort of universal laws. How did how did that look for you? Well, when I started my gratitude practice, um, I didn't know I had started a practice. I was just appreciating the people in my life. And there was a really hard time in my business journey as an entrepreneur where I almost lost my business to an employee fraud, embezzlement, and forgery. And what I found is so many people stepped in to help me. I had such an incredible support network that stepped in so I could step up. Yes. That I didn't realize that in my quest of being an entrepreneur and appreciating people, that came back to me tenfold, not even threefold, tenfold. And those people, most of those people who helped me out are still friends today. We're talking clients, we're talking peers, we're talking friends, we're talking business associates, we're talking peers in different networks. I still have those relationships. I know I can count on them and vice versa. They know they can count on me. It's a full circle. And there's an incredible, going back to your point, amount of trust and respect amongst all of us. Right. So where, what's the origin of this for you? Like where this must've begun somewhere, didn't just drop out of the sky on you. I imagine there's something about upbringing or life experience or what spurred this in you to to really keep evolving and and taking this on? I think it it started because, um, uh, I lived in multiple countries, multiple states and provinces, Uh several before I turned 16. So when you're moving all the time, it's really hard to get roots and build relationships and have friends because you're starting to get your life in order with your home life and friends and relationships. And we're moving again. Mm -hmm. My father has four my father had four medical degrees and he had to do his medical and then internship in residency. Yes. So we were always moving. And my mother was French Canadian, couldn't speak English, living in the U.S. Yes. Um, I'm a biracial child. So yeah. there's many states that just weren't very accepting of someone who didn't look like them. Mm-hmm. So I had to go inward and find out what would make people stick to me and how I could grow relationships in my own right. So that's, I think, the seeds to why gratitude is so important to me, because I realize the power of relationships that last. Wow, I get that. Yeah, I get that. And that human connection that gets created, Mm -hmm. you know, on that journey. 
Uh, Michelle, where should people go? I, and we're going to post some links, but where should people go to get more of what you're talking about? I imagine for some people, it's like they've just had a big, like they're thirsty and they're drinking water listening to you. <laughs> I imagine, right? They're like, oh gosh, yeah. I didn't realize how thirsty I was for this. And then now I need more now that I've had just this introduction to, to what you're sharing with the world. You know, I would suggest that if you're anyone's interested in the currency of gratitude, you can go on Amazon and buy it there. That's the easiest and fastest way to do it. For my big idea and the tips and and I've been talking about with work-life blend and integration and gratitude, um, go to uh, my big idea on LinkedIn. Our socials are there. We post uh, every day uh, little tips and tricks to help you kind of start on this journey of gratitude and work-life integration and blend and um, just giving you the information we feel will be helpful. You know, it's all about, we are all here to help one another out best we can. Mm-hmm. And my role here and my purpose is to, to throw gratitude, not throw gratitude, to present gratitude to the world in a different way where it shows up and comes back to you yeah, without you it. asking for it. Love it. Well, Michelle, I am very grateful to have this opportunity to sit down with you because our paths have crossed many times in the last eight to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me they were always passing quickly. <laughs> we haven't had the time just to sit and have a conversation like this. So thank you so much for um, accepting my invitation to join me on Igniting Creativity. And it's just been so lovely hearing about your inspiration and the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you very much.